That's right, baby. It's here. Jets week is upon us. We are in the throes of a game, dare I say, Andy Hart and Six Rings in Football Things listenership that is a must win or bordering on must win for both AFC East rivals, teams, franchises. I mean, as far as week three matchups go in any NFL season, let alone this one particularly, they don't get much huger. That's right, everyone. It is the Six Rings and Football Things Week 3 2023 Preview Pod with your old pals, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart, brought to you by WEEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. On today's episode, we will get you set, locked, cocked, and loaded for Pats at Jets at Jet Life Stadium Sunday at 1 p.m. We'll also have our FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week. And at the tail end of the podcast, we'll have Andy's interview and fireside chat with our pal from Boston Sports Journal, Mike Giardi, taped at the stadium this week. And don't forget, coming up tomorrow or the day after or whenever you catch up to it in your feed, we'll have our Behind Enemy Lines preview with Brandon Tierney of WFAN, our sister station down in New York. All right, Andy, I'm just going to start the pod right here. We know the game right now, Sunday, 1 p.m., Patriots 0-2, Jets 1-1, Zach versus Mac. Number four, I believe this is on the whole. I believe Zach Wilson missed one of those games since Michael McCorkle, Mac Jones took over as QB1 for the NEP. Patriots have won the last 14 in a row. They are somehow a two and a half point favorite over the Jets. I'll ask you this, Andy. Pats, Jets, who needs it more? Uh, your New England Patriots absolutely need it more. And I do find it interesting that for the second time in a little over two weeks span, the rivalry between New York and Boston is for last place in the division. Red Sox <laughs> Yankees, last place on the line. Um, Jets Patriots, last place on the line in the AFC East. But I think, you know, must win is the uh, cliche version of it. I call it can't lose because I think both these teams have the ability very much to lose football games and they need to not do that. The quarterbacks need to not do that, not lose it for their teams. But from a Patriots perspective, I think they're teetering. I really do think they're teetering uh, mentally, emotionally, motivationally. You know, a lot has been made this week. I made something post-game about Matt Judon coming to the podium and saying, whoa, 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 before we start, this is not a bad football team. And I raised the question, hey, Matt, who said it was a bad football team? Seems like you're fighting a straw man in your head or that's coming from inside the walls of your brain. A presumptive narrative because he's he's basically trying to get out ahead of what he believes people will say, print, or discuss in that, well, if the Patriots – Lost two games to start the season. Both games were at home. Each was a one-score game. Each somehow miraculously became a, we got a first down in the last minute in enemy territory. And, oh, wait, upon further review, it wasn't a catch or it wasn't a lateral or it was a lateral. It just wasn't a first down with forward progress. I mean, everything points to, yeah, we should be better than what we are. And we want you guys to think we're better than we are. But if you're 0-2 and you're headed towards a matchup against one of the better defenses in football, isn't there a chance people might be saying after Sunday the Pats are kind of a bad football team? Absolutely. And you are, you know, the old Parcells. He coached both these teams. He started the border war. He ignited it. Um, mm -hmm. You are what your record says you are. And, you know, I, I, there, there's the double-edged sword of the close losses. There's that mm -hmm. whole moral victory Monday, then just another effing loss Tuesday, and all. however you feel and go through those uh, degrees of disappointment. But I, I said this to Tom Curran on TV, like 
the he said the wins are there if you just play a little better you know make plays it yeah that's the nfl the wins are there like the wins are there a lot of games are decided by a score by a play in the fourth quarter and when you win those you're good you're the patriots mm-hmm. for 20 years when you lose those you're the Jets. You find you jets it up. You find a way to jet. You do all those little jet puns people like to do. So is patsing it up the new jetsing it up? Yeah, I, I mean, close is great, but close is the NFL, close is football. I mean, the Patriots won six Super Bowls on being close, and if they don't make a play, then are they not good? Like, that fine line between winning and losing in professional football is legitimate. So you go 0-3 to the Jets, and now you got the Cowboys. Like, and suddenly the schedule looks more difficult. Oh, maybe the Saints aren't so bad. And, uh, you know, the those Raiders. I asked you the very, very thing this week on one of the many different podcasts. And listen, if anyone isn't subscribing to Breaking Boston, we had some excellent Six Rings and Patriots adjacent chats over there on the referendum slash debate on Mac Jones. Is he good? Is he bad? Is he the man? Is he him? Is he not? We also discussed Christian Gonzalez as maybe the best draft pick for Grow and Belichick in his ascending stardom following Tyreek Hill's compliments in the loss to the Dolphins as well. I asked you this week, Andy, I think maybe it was on the the previous six rings. Show me on the schedule the easy win for the Patriots. Show me the guaranteed dubs. Like you used to be able to roll. First of all, we rolled out of bed in August and we're like, all right, I'll see you at the AFC championship and save me a spot on the parade route. Now it's, hey, uh, where's the win? Where's the easy? I can't. There aren't any. The Colts I know the they're thing. improving. I know there are the signs of progress. I know they shouldn't technically be as bad as their record indicates, but also show me the win. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I, I'm not even sure they're improving. Like, they're fine. They're competitive to open the year. I don't know how much improvement I've seen, and we can talk about the offensive line getting healthy. Yeah, because then once the offensive line is healthy, you can realize it's not that good. You won't be able to blame it on injuries anymore. You'll just blame it on inability. And- I saw some tape on Calvin Anderson, by the way. Whoa, my God. Do not go back. You know, we're, Andy, like late September, which means pretty soon. You know, the fest beers and the Oktoberfest give in to the pumpkin spice season. Next thing you know, we're watching horror movies because it's Halloween. I'll tell you, the scariest movie you could watch right now is the All-22 on Pat's Dolphins because when you watch (laughs) what the Pat's offensive line was doing last weekend, my God. I mean, did they all just suit up for the first time Thursday? Well, no, but a couple weeks ago, they just suited up for the first time. I know. And, and that's yeah. the scary thing, because don't worry, they have a uh, get right week against the Jets. The Jets front is yeah, nothing to worry about. Nothing. Nothing. And I wanted to touch on it with you. I touched on it a little bit in our sister podcast on Six Rings and Cadillac Crucial Clashes. Um, this idea that they need to work harder. Mac is putting it on work and sort of Bentley's putting it on work. And I think that's fine. I gave them credit. And I think Juju Smith-Schuster in his comments where he said it's frustrating, in fact, because we are working, because we do put in the time. And I find it very interesting that he's a first-year Patriot coming from a Super Bowl champion. So he knows what work is. He knows what work got done in Kansas City a year ago with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and led to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, we're working pretty hard. That's why, that's why I'm frustrated because we're working hard and we're not getting anything off of it. Well, guess what? If you're working hard and putting in the time, then it points to one singular thing. You don't have the horses. You're not good enough. You have, yeah. You don't have the guys. Like you don't have right. and the the ability to make plays with the game on the line is indeed an ability. Like the whole Derek Jeter clutch factor, Mac Jones, oh, the first drive, the second drive, that's on me against the Eagles, those types of things. That's that's talent. Like don't discount 
the the fact that nobody on this team, and I will say nobody, maybe you can push back, has really done that, has been there, done that, been the guy to say, oh, it's money time, when five, eight years ago, people will say Brady, F Brady, forget Brady. Whoa, F. hold F. on, hold forget on. Brady. Forget Brady. You know who else been there, done that, did that? James White, Rob Gronkowski, Julian Edelman. Like, you had guys to count on. Right now. Offensively, I care, yes. I don't care whether you want to point the fit. Well, that's where you win games. It, most mm -hmm. of the time is offensively. You have to score. You have to come back. You have to make it. You have to keep the ball. There are. So if I tell you that the Matthew Slaters and the David Andrews is, is and Lawrence guys have been there and done that. They don't, yeah, I, I know. It's what I'm saying. Like, the, they're the only ones I can center. point to. They're not going to change the temperature of the game. Like, Jam oh, it up man. with your center. Wow, look at that wham block from David Andrews. That really field block really turned the tides of that game. Like, no, he's a very good football player, but there is nobody that has the championship continuity to bring. No, I don't care about championships. F the championships. I'm talking about has proven the ability with four minutes to go to say, screw you guys. Money we time. For 54, 56 minutes. We're winning the goddamn game today. This game, oh. week two, week one. Nobody has proven the not born, not Juju Smith Schuster, not Devontae Parker, not love him. God bless him. Makes plays. Hunter Henry. None mm -hmm. of these guys. No, there's no guy. I, I asked you game. last Sunday. I asked you last Sunday on the post game show. I asked you again this week on the pod. I even asked Rich Keefe um, on the nighttime program. Rich, Andy, audience, everybody, somebody tell me who's the guy who is going to see the Patriots down by two, three, four, seven, and say, no, F this, we're winning today. Get on my back. I'll be the one that makes the difference. I He's want not to say there. Ramondre Stevenson. I want to say Ramondre Stevenson. Right. Well, feel free to say it. Two yards a carry, so I can't yeah, say 2.8 yards a carry. No, you can't. And, and I think he actually even kind of tried to do it in the Eagles game with his pass catching, yards after mm -hmm. catch. Yeah, that one play, like the double spin move, like, I think he wants to do it. I think he wants to be a closer. But, but it's once people start freelancing and trying to do a little too much, Andy, when they don't, quote, do their job and they don't stay in their lane and they try to do multiple jobs, that's when mistakes get made. That's when stupid laterals get made. That's when oh, crap starts not, hitting the fan. you hear Mac Jones? We're done talking about last year. Okay, cool. There's Just been no you know. stupid laterals this year. There was a, a, a the pretty good, necessary lateral. The very necessary <laughs> Oh my God! The collateral damage of week two continues oh no, to spill everywhere. Uh, that's no an problem. excellent. That's excellent wordplay. Don't you say that? It's excellent wordplay. Stop it. That is patriot level wordplay. Good, but not good enough. Yep. Good, not terrible. That's but not not, not terrible, but not great. There you go. That's exactly what you can look forward to. Each and every week, multiple times a week on Six Rings and Football Things. Of course, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel make every moment more. And uh, I wish it was make every moment score because the Patriots don't do enough of that. All right, Andy, I want to get to a couple of questions as we preview the game itself, less the referendum on the Patriots season on the whole. I agree with you. The Patriots do need this more than the Jets. Although I got to tell you from having listened on Wednesday, I had to drive into New York City, so I didn't even have to use the Odyssey app to listen to uh, our friends, our sister station, WFAN. I listened to the Midday Show uh, where Brandon Tierney is and he'll be joining us to do the behind enemy line segment. They are fired up for this game. Whoa, Nelly, they are. And they see a Patriots team that is vulnerable. It's a little bit wounded. I know they say that every year and it's always, 
this is the year we reverse the trend. This is the year we get Belichick, blah, 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 blah. They're feeling it right now. And I, I can't point to any one thing there to say like, yeah, no, they got this going for them. Uh, you know, like Garrett, I mean, they do have some guys. They don't have the, the experience, but they have the talent. Brees Hall looks like he, like what ACL injury Garrett Wilson. He looks terrific. Like they, they've got a good receiving core, but they also have a massive void at the quarterback position, which makes me wonder if they're going to let Zach Wilson even attempt more than 15 passes on Sunday. But uh, let's go quickly before we get into our bet of the week and our score preview. I just want to do like a little, one of those classic uh, unit versus units, if you will, let's just run through who's got the advantage quarterback We're comparing units. We are quarterback. I don't think I measure up. <laughs> All right. Oh, see. quarterback. Uh, give me Mac Jones. Yeah, Absolutely. that's a pretty easy one. Yeah, Running game. Blowout. I know that's, that should, it should be a blowout. And yes, he is playing much better. Zach Wilson uh, still can't get out of his own way. Didn't play as poorly as the stat line shows last week, but at the same time still did throw interceptions. Three of them that is in big D. Uh, yeah. Mac Jones and landslide the running game. Well, I mean, look, look, real quick. Mac Jones has thrown interceptions that have lost his team the game in two weeks. Both true. times. See? See again, the debate rages on, but Mac oh. Jones definitely greater than sign Zach Mac over Mac over Zach, the running game. Uh, I think you have to go with the Jets. Both teams' offensive lines are not great. Our issues are works in progress, however you want to uh, manipulate the uh, description of it. But Brees Hall has been explosive, even though he's coming off the injury. And sorry, Ramondre Stevenson has not been explosive. I think it should be Ramondre Stevenson and the Patriots. Mm -hmm. But against that defensive front, I got to give the advantage to the Jets. And Dalvin Cook, even though he had the ball stripped out of his hands last week, he and Zeke each have humble. I think he had a ten more explosive or game changing than Ezekiel Elliott. I said it that way because that's about how fast he runs these days. All right, let's go wide receiver core. Wide receiver. Uh, let's go wide receivers and tight ends. Wide receivers and tight ends. I'm going to go with the Jets because I think they have the best player on the field. And I think this is yet another week where your lack of an elite weapon um, is so noticeable, is so comparative. Like, oh, my God, they have an elite young receiver. Why don't we get players like that kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Should have drafted Zay Flowers, blah, 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 blah. Um, and the Patriots just haven't played well at receiver. As I said, I think it's a massive commentary on their team and their position that people are all fired up about Booty and Demario Douglas, and you can't bench Douglas and all these. Like you're counting on sixth round rookies to carry your receiver position. That is yeah. a sad state of affairs. So give me Garrett Wilson and the Jets. Yeah, D Mac and Rodney Harrison were both displeased with Belichick's decision to sit Pop Douglas. Uh, I think I would say inarguably the most explosive, quickest, fastest guy the Pats have on offense, like you said, which is quite the indictment of where they are talent wise. And lest we forget also this week, Ahmad Sauce Gardner, the defensive rookie of the year last year for the New York Jets, said about the Patriots offense, quote, they don't really have a complex offense. It's pretty simple for the quarterback to get the gap scheme. Everything is really simple. La. Could that come back to bite him in the ass? Could that be bulletin board material? And do the Patriots have enough weapons to make him pay for it? No. Nope. All right, great. That Pats have the better tight ends. Better receivers are in the Jets, so I'll go with you. If we're going to lump the pass catchers into a group, advantage Jetropolitans. Uh, let's go defensive line. Defensive line, oh, that would that would yeah. be the Jets. Okay, that would, that would we don't even need to. Now, how about the secondary? Um, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed. 
was it Whitehead, uh, Jordan Whitehead, the safety who had three picks against Josh Allen week one versus Gonzo. Jonathan Jones is back. Excellent safety group for the Patriots. I think this one's a wash. The, the, tie. the you might go tie and it's certainly you're getting um, a groundswell of positivity for Gonzalez. Tyreek Hill praising him. We're all watching the development of a true number one corner, best rookie corner, best rookie in football, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I'll give it to the Patriots by a not, but that, by a that whisker. Yeah. And I don't think you'll get exposed in this matchup, which is good. You're not going to get exposed by Zach Wilson and the, and the jets passing attack, mm -hmm. but I still have concerns about the depth. I still have concerns about the coverage. Um, you know, it's a little thing, but the way they manipulated to get Tyreek Hill on Kyle Duggar last week, mm -hmm. and they score an easy touchdown off of it. I don't think coverage is a strength of Duggar and Jabril Peppers. We've seen kind of the, 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 not removal, but Jalen Mills and Adrian Phillips are afterthoughts players in this secondary. Yeah, right they're now. not playing playing as much as I thought they would. And geez, nope. Louise, how about putting Mills back in at cornerback? I mean, you're right. leaving poor Miles Bryant out there on an island last week against the Dolphins. And while ultimately it didn't end up costing them greatly, at the same time, he got a little exposed dish. Yeah, I, I think both of these secondaries have holes. Both of mm -hmm. them have high end players. So there's kind of a blending. I don't know. It's close. You might just want to give the nod like I did to the Jets at receiver because they have the best player. Sauce Gardner is the best player. Not having the best start to the year, um, which is concerning because you don't want to be the game where he, you know, really hits his stride and has a couple picks and gets dominant and gets talky and gets cocky and get all those things. So uh, it's close. It's close for both. Mm -hmm. Special teams. I'm going to go Patriots. Say, yeah, I would say Pats too. I, I mean, mean we, I we haven't seen Ryland's one for one on field goals. It was a 49 yarder. Plenty of leg was drifting a little bit towards the end, but that's all right. It was outdoors, Foxborough, nighttime, la la. As far uh, Greg, the leg is a little dinged up for the Jets, so yep. they got, there's that. Bryce Siebert Barringer looks terrific. I, I think one of the matchups sneaky in this game is Seabert versus Ryland. No one will talk about it. It's boring, but that's what we're here for. That's why you come to Six Rings for Seabert versus Ryland talk, bro. You're gonna. It sounds like UFC 275. Seabert, Seabert versus Ryland. I just think it's going to be a rock fight. Field goals are going to matter. You have mm -hmm. two kickers trying to prove themselves. Assuming it's Siebert. I, I actually didn't check if if um, it is him, but I, I'm assuming it Siebert. is. Terrible. Uh, they have a good... No, it's not. Hi, Bert. Siebert. Uh, Thomas Morstead, quality punter for the Jets, but the leg goes to Barringer. This could be a big game. Like It, you, it could literally come down to Barringer trying to pin the Jets at the seven, and Zach getting out over his skis, trying to throw a pass, getting yeah. Duggars picking it off at the seam at the 35, and the Patriots, you know, drive the ball nine yards, and Ryland tries to attempt a game-winning field goal. Like, the every inch is going to matter in this game. In this game. Phew. Uh, glad you said. I qualify. Stop it. Well, we were measuring Family podcast. you're saying every inch matters. Yes. Just, yes. Um, and Unit, when Stone, it comes down to units, inches matter. That's true. Um, Marcus Jones did not practice with that shoulder injury. So you that may not sucks. have the chance of him to have a game winning, um, uh, punt return or anything like that. Will we game. see Ty Montgomery likely on kickoffs? I imagine. So who's going to be the one will pop Douglas be fielding punts. And is Probably. that necessarily, do you want to expose five foot eight, all 170 pounds of him? 
what, what are we doing here? Are we putting that guy in bubble wrap. He doesn't play in the preseason. He can't return punts. I mean, that's the job. Get your ass out there and do it. If you get hurt, you get hurt. And the name of the punt returner who had that electrifying end of game return, Gibson, I want to say. Yes, Xavier Gibson, who was like yep. he was like player 53 for the Jets, had that charming hard knocks moment. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. He's a good he's a good returner. I'd say special oh, yeah. teams could edge Patriots, but it definitely could decide the game. Lastly, coaching. Come on. Did don't, we lose the internet? Don't, don't you dare. Bill Belichick. Yeah, come on now. Robert Sala. I mean, he had a chance, like, embrace them all. I, I love when the coaches try to be all demure and, oh, you know, it's just take it one practice at a time. One, you know, it's just another, you know, it's an AFC matchup. You know, it's, you know, all division games are tough, Phil. No, you know what you can do? Let everybody know that you want your team to rise to the occasion and embrace the moment. Yeah, this is big. Yeah, we effed up. Yeah, we S the bed. Yeah, we're 0-2. Yeah, we need to win this game. Yeah, it's the Jets. Yeah, I'm GD mad. Yeah, I want my team to respond with, you know, great passion and furious anger. We need to get out there and kick this other team's ass and get back on the winning track as opposed to. And then Robert Sala trying to do the same thing. Well, you know, they're Patriots, you know, you know, they're always very good. And, you know, it's just it's not it's no different than any other game for us. Bull hootie, bull crapola. This is huge for both of you. We're talking it up. The radio's talking it up. The fans know it is. Don't try to sell us this bill of goods that it's just another Sunday. Come on, get out of here with that crap. That's Bush League coaches. This is not the Bush League. It's the National Football League. It's the back Actually, end. Actually, sometimes it's the it's, uh, we may see some Bush League football on Sunday. Maybe a moment like early in the third where we're like, oh, God, let's just get down to the game-winning field goal already. We'll see how it goes. All right, Andy, let's get, uh, speaking of which, before we get to our predictions, it is time once again for the FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week six-ring style. Of course, if you would like to get, just put down $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets, visit FanDuel.com slash six rings. That's FanDuel.com slash six rings. Each and every week, Andy and I offer not one but two bets on the game. It could be a propositional. It could be a pick against the spread. It could be an over-under. It could be a player prop. Who knows? So many different options. That's the joy of FanDueling. Andy, I'll let you get underway first. So my, I, I, I like picking the game, just the general straight by the spread game every week. Uh, I'm two and zero in that nature, uh, unfortunately picking the opponent. Uh, I am going to go with the Patriots minus two and a half. I think it's going to be a rock fight, low scoring. Uh, I'll lay those points. If it were three and a half, I'd be scared to death, but it's Patriots minus two and a half. I am healthy. I am fine. I am picking. Yeah, I was going to say, do I need to order a wellness check in the aisle oh. heart over the, did you just pick the Patriots? Objectivity. It's very simple. I think they are the team less likely to lose because Zach Wilson is more likely to lose. So therefore, you can look mm -hmm. at it as I'm picking the Patriots, or I can look at it as I'm picking against the Jets, and that's probably ah. a little bit of it here. So Patriots mm -hmm. minus two and a half. I feel good about that. Go get your first win and go do it. I like the Pats minus two and a half as well. I see this as a bit of a field goal game, as we have intimated previously in this little preview portion of the Six Rings pod. Uh, anything else you'd like to sprinkle in there, Andy? Absolutely. A fun one. Or All right. Actually, Give me a fun one. I love, everyone kind of everyone a loves a fun, fun one. one. It's a fun bet, but part of a not fun game. Uh, at plus 190, Patriots punt on their first possession and Jets punt on their first possession. So we open the game with a pair of punts. Hold on a second. Ring. Hello. Would I like some free money? Yes, I would. Thank you so much for calling. 
plus 190 Patriots and Jets to both punt on their first drive. Thanks, Uncle Andy. Yep. Love it. All right, uh, I'll get to mine real quick right here, Andy. Uh, they're two under bets. I also like Patriots minus two and a half as well. Like I said, field goal game. Uh, but uh, at minus 115, give me under the total of first half points overall at 18 and a half. This definitely has nine, six, six, three, ten, six written all over it. These traditionally are not high scoring games, nope. except for last year when the Patriots went into a prevent defense and took a pick from Zach, then let him throw a touchdown, then took a pick, let him throw. I see it nip and tuck tooth and nail all the way. And then also I like Patriots total points under 19 and a half, because if you haven't noticed, they've been averaging 18 and a half points per game on the season overall. And this is a damn good defense. That's at minus one away. So there's two other propositionals. You guys may want to jump on right there. And he's got the Patriots minus two and a half and he likes plus plus one ninety. Pats and jets to each lead off with a punt. I like under total first half points overall, 18 and a half. And the Patriots total points under 19 and a half. You're welcome. As always brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more and visit FanDuel.com slash six rings to take advantage of their fabulous offer and bonus now. All right, Andy, final score. What do you got? Uh, all of the under talk, the punting talk, the turnover, I think it's all accurate. Uh, maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe this will end up a 38-35 shootout where it's some coming out party for Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. That would be fun. I would love to talk about that. I don't think it's going to happen. I think the defensive line for the Jets is a problem for the Patriots. I think the quarterback of the Jets is a problem for the Jets, and mm -hmm. therefore I think scoring will be down. Um, I'm going to say the Patriots are just the better, cleaner team. I think they're fixating. Mac is fixating on not turning the ball over, not digging a hole, all of those things they've talked about. So I think the Patriots go on the road, get the win. I said earlier in the week I'm going to stick with it. 17 to six, somewhere in that range where once they get in the red zone, they've been able to score. Wow. So they, that little problem they've had in sort of just plus 50, but getting into the red zone, clean that up a couple times, score a couple touchdowns. Ramondre Stevenson has a good, well-balanced game. I'm going to say 70 yards rushing and 70 yards receiving for Ramondre Stevenson. Wouldn't that Patriots, be nice? 17, six. I have, you ready for this one? It'll sound similar. It's not the old time obnoxious New York chant, but I've got, 1916 Patriots win. How about this? Two touchdowns and a field goal for the Jets. However, they miss an extra point. The game is tied up all the way. A late Zach Wilson interception snagged by Christian Gonzalez leads to Mac Jones driving the Patriots all the way to like the 29 yard line from 46 yards out. As time expires, Ryland, the kick is up. It's good, and the Patriots get their first win of the season. Unicorn show ponies. There's your beef, and Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens field positive calls and joy in the hearts and mouths of Pats fans all three-plus hours long on the Six Rings postgame show Sunday. I think it's going to be a thoroughly entertaining game. The weather looks like it's actually going to clear up. It'll be overcast. The rains should wash away all the pains of previous jet losses. They've lost 14 straight to their big brothers in the AFC East. Will the Patriots run it to 15 straight? Will Zach Wilson be the lesser QB on Sunday and once again a drag on the Jets? Can Matt get it together and not turn the ball over Sunday? Will Ramondre emerge? Is Christian Gonzalez the best young player on the Patriots? Is he going to be the best cornerback on the field on Sunday? Andy, so many questions, such compelling content. Make sure you listen to WEEI NFL Sunday 10 to 1 and, of course, the Six Rings postgame show afterwards and thank you FanDuel for sponsoring us once again and now to wrap up this fabulous preview pod Andy we throw it to a conversation 
you had at the stadium this week with our guy, Mike Giardi, an excellent chat talking Patriots, NFL, the matchup, and so much more. Don't forget, tune in. Coming up shortly, we'll also have Behind Enemy Lines with Brandon Tierney from WFAN. And, of course, the uh, uh, Cadillacs. It's always tough to say. I'm still not in rhythm on this one. Cadillacs Crucial Clashes. The yes. matchups that our beat writer, Mike Cadillac, would like to highlight is hosted by Andy Hart. It's all available in the Six Rings and Football Things feed. We wish you a good day. God bless. Go Patriots. And now, Andy and Giotti, previously recorded from Gillette.